0: You know, a few weeks ago a friend was in town and we dropped him off at Saturday morning at the airport early for a flight. And I told Debbie, I said, let's run through Grapevine and have have breakfast. Uh I've always heard about it. I want to go out and look. We got to Grapevine and it looked like um look like Mardi Gras was on. <laughs> there were cars everywhere. There were millennials, there were old people, there were people with children, there were there was a farmers market going on, all the restaurants were full. It's really remarkable, and and it stays busy, and to a great degree, the credit goes to William D. Tate, who has been mayor for on and off for four decades, and still is, and he joins us right now. Mayor Tate, it's good to have you with us.
1: I'm glad to be here. Thank you very much, Dave.
0: You know, this is remarkable. you got a town of about, what, 50,000 or something or other? You probably have 50,000 people visiting at any point in time, don't you?
1: We have uh, more people that uh, uh, work in Grapevine than spend the night here. So we have about 125,000 population during the day and about 55,000 at night.
0: Well, tell me the catalyst here, because I mean you've got the Grapefest coming up. Everybody always looks forward to that. That starts in a couple of weeks, and it kind of takes over the town. Then right after that, it's like Christmas USA for two months. And the big Christmas pageant, and then you've got the the vintage railroad. How did you how did you start marketing grapevine like this so successfully?
1: Well, we learned very early that we were going to be a tourism uh, community with a tourism economy. We attracted a lot of really nice hotels and restaurants and some fine uh, retail stores, and we preserved our downtown. It's vintage. It's unique. It's authentic. And people just love to come to downtown and walk the streets, shop and eat, have their picture made at a log cabin or by the sidewalk judge, and then sit on a park bench and just relax and enjoy a piece of Americana.
0: You know, I was trying to think of the catalyst for, for Grapevine. My guess is back in the '70s when the city fathers of Dallas and Fort Worth got together and found a place to plop down DFW. I would bet the initial reaction was not favorable to having a gigantic airport uh, plop down next to a nice little town like Grapevine.
1: Well, when when I grew up here, it was an agricultural economy and an agricultural city, and that changed when DFW Airport came. We swapped our tractors for uh, jumbo jets and our farmers for and pilots and it began the transition of our community from a, a rural uh, community to an a internationally known uh, 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 community. Uh, we uh, have people that come here from all over the country and and from very many uh, foreign countries through the airport, and uh, they're attracted here by the uniqueness and the uh, uh, what we have to offer, it's very clean, very safe, and it's very unique. Uh, it's very inviting, and uh, we have uh, things to offer that a lot of other communities don't. Uh, and so the people uh, that live in the Metroplex uh, are very responsive. Uh, they especially uh, enjoy coming on the weekends when they're off work yeah. and uh, having an experience here
0: boy do they and they come in droves too so how did, did you find oh like the Gaylord Texan grapevine mills uh, uh, the great wolf Lodge all these catalysts for for visitors or did they find you
1: well Dave we we realized very early we weren't going to be the fastest growing city or the largest city so we had tried to track things that were unique that other cities didn't have, like the Grapevine Mills Mall and Bass Pro and and the Great Wolf Lodge, uh, the Gaylord Texan. And these things uh, all have complemented our tourism economy. And the airport, you know, dictated, I think, that that's where our future was. Uh, and so we've built on that. We also had the problem when DFW took... of our land off the tax roll. You add that with the land that's owned by the Corps of Engineers, the highways, (laughs) the schools, the churches, about two-thirds of our land is not on the tax rolls. So we had to come up with a business plan to even build a city, and we did that on uh, sales tax and hospitality and retail.
0: And, and 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 did it well. I didn't even thought about that much of the, your property being off the tax rolls. Well, is Grapevine built out? I mean, do you have any space left?
1: Oh yeah, all these cities are are their limits are now established. Everybody uh, is uh, fenced in. What we have is what we will always have, but we've learned that you know the land redeveloped, so. Because values go up, uh, people are tearing things down and building something better. So we're not through here. We're going to continue to build uh, a better uh, apple if we can through the years and uh, hold on to what we have. It's, you know, the world's constantly changing and communities change as well. So you have to be ahead of the curve or uh, you'll wake up someday and you've lost what you had (laughs) so proud of. Yeah,
0: I would think so. You know, rail has been important. I mean, there's been a railroad there forever, and I know you've got the, the, uh, the vintage railroad that a lot of people come to see. But I would guess the Tex Rail uh, brings uh, probably an increasing number of visitors to, to
1: Grapevine. Well, you know, when the railroad, the Cotton Belt, came in 1888, it caused downtown to uh, flourish, and we had a lot of those buildings built back then. Where the railroad passed the community by, like Estelle and Mustang, uh, those communities vanished. And so railroads have been important to a community throughout the year. And when we had, throughout the years, and when we had an opportunity to get Tex rail, we jumped on that because we thought that that would uh, help solidify our future here. And it's been very positive for us. Coven set it back a little bit, but the ridership is coming back. And then we have the Grapevine Vintage Railroad, which is very profitable. We, we fill that thing up every time it runs. People love trains. <laughs> and I the day we brought that train to Grapevine, people were pulling off uh, on the road, uh, getting their cell phones and their cameras out and taking pictures. They even had a couple of wrecks. People just love trains.
0: <laughs> Mr. Mayor, you've still got a few months left. Let's see. You've got the Main, the Main Street Festival in May. You've got the Christmas Festival. It takes up November and December. You're getting ready right now for the big Grape Fest for September. Um, you're working on things for the other months that, that are available?
1: Well, we have celebrations throughout the years. You know, people here like to celebrate. And uh when you're a tourism town you've got to keep the celebration going. So, you know, if we don't have uh Grapefest or Main Street or Christmas Capital going, uh people come to the tasting rooms uh during the week and they celebrate there on their own.
0: Yep, and, and, and try to get in for breakfast. We did. We we were successful, but uh it was more of a challenge than I thought. You guys really are popular. <laughs> William D. Tate is, you know, I think you're the, I remember John Stimmons was on years ago, but I think you're the first person who is a major thoroughfare, uh, conspicuous exit off 121, and has been mayor of the community for four decades. That's a remarkable accomplishment, Mayor.
1: Well, it's allowed us to have the continuity to have the kind of city that we have today, and I'm really thankful for that. People that live here have been very uh, kind and generous to me and reelecting me. You know, people want more for less. So you give them more city service <laughs> less taxes, they'll vote for you every year.
0: Well, and, and we and we all like to party, and we, we, we like the fact that you host a lot of them. Mayor William D. Tate of Grapevine, our guest today. It's good to have you with us, sir.
1: So, anyway, we've got the 36th annual Grape Fest coming up Feb- uh, September 15th through 18th. We're looking for a couple of hundred thousand people that weekend. And so, uh, we've got everything planned. Uh, uh, ticket sales have been really brisk online, and we're looking forward to a great celebration.
0: And we're looking forward to joining you for it. For more of our conversation with the mayor, go to krld.com CEO. I'm David Johnson. News Radio, 1080 KRL